Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. people and shit like that. I mean, it's kind of one of those kind of things. You know, I mean, 
these people have already been slated by society for, you know, a lot of them have already been slated by society for a life of being pushed out. I mean, you know, and like you said, I mean, if we're really being honest, man, I mean, hell, TFL in and of itself is, is, is a subtle form of bullying. It's like the, it's like the more quote-unquote adult, quote, form of bullying. I mean, well, yeah, well, you know, but even just go back in time and go back to your kids. You get bullied in school by the kid that's bigger or whatever than other kids. He thinks because he's bigger than somebody else, you know, all the other kids in the classroom, that it makes him a hot shot. He tries to show off, and sometimes other guys will bully other guys. They'll do it for attention, especially female attention. Right of the case, and and make themselves a little big. I'm going to flat out drop a real, a real big red pill here, too, man, okay? I'm going to be flat out honest with you. The status you are in high school is pretty much going to be the same status you're going to have for the rest of your life, unless you hit a lottery or something. Well, that is pretty much true. For the majority of people, that is exactly what it will be. But when you started off as a kid and you got bullied in school, you know, when you was like in elementary school, it wasn't so much for... Uh, attention to other people. It was this person got their rocks off, made them feel big. They got this little inside that thought they were tougher. But then you get the situation where once puberty or your hormones kick in, puberty sets in, and you're looking at the opposite gender, the other guys will bully a guy just because they're doing it in front of the girl. They're making themselves look big, bag, and tough that they could be a really good protector for the girl to impress another female. We'll beat the shit out of this kid. We're going to beat the shit out of this guy because I want to impress that girl. That goes on a lot more what people think. But, you know, bullying has been condoned. People, from the time you're a kid, you're told to just get to a tough skin. To, you know, you're supposed to toughen up, toughen up. In other words, what they're really saying in short is bend over and take it. Bend over and take it. And then you get the other lame excuse to tell you, well, don't worry. The bullies will outgrow it. Be outgrow it. They'll not be a bully when they get older because they'll outgrow it. Bullshit. There's no such thing as outgrowing it. You can don't it when they're a child, so when they become an adult, they just get smarter about the way they do it. Now they're the bully on the job site. Now they're wearing a badge, and they're bullying. Now they run society. Look at yeah. your politicians. Yeah. See, so, you know, you're not outgrowing it. They know you're not outgrowing it. They condone it so that you grow up to be a parasite. Yeah, yeah. And that's really where that goes. You know, bullying's been around for a long time, but it's only the reason it happened is because when they were young and bullying, they didn't get corrected when they were young. They didn't get disciplined. They didn't be held to be held accountable for their actions. So, you know, when they come back and they wind up shooting and killing the bully or hurting the bully with something or some way, then they're that, labeled the monster. That, too, because you hear this excuse often that, oh, it's been done since the beginning of time. Well, okay, just because something's been done since the beginning of time doesn't mean that it's right. People were, guess what, people were murdered and raped since the beginning of time, too. So we're going to let murder and rape off the hook now? Uh, I yeah, mean, you got a good, yep, that's actually a good point. When they want to condone that behavior while well, it's going on, blah, 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 so this means it's okay, well, then, you know, as Warren just said, 
rape and murder has been going on for just as long. So, I mean, that means raping somebody and murdering somebody must be okay, too, right? We'll condone that next, right? Yeah, you know. I mean, it's a stupid cop-out to me. I mean, people say, oh, people have always been getting pushed out and pushed to be alone. People have always been, you know, I mean, it's a dumb cop-out. Well, you know, they think it's okay to push somebody out, okay, like, okay, with TFL. It's okay to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually your own thought. We've heard all the excuses. And so, you know, you could be like Lexi. She'd tell you straight up that, well, there's nothing wrong with being alone. And besides, now, if you were car shopping for a car, and she now she's comparing this to the dating scene, okay? If you were shopping for a car, nobody wants the ugly car. So you don't control when you're born. You don't control what your looks are. You don't control how tall you're going to be. You have no say to it anyway. So you got women who are, let's say, at best, maybe a, a, a three on a 110 scale who are, who, are, who are around men who are sevens and ups. What do you think is going to happen to the men who are threes in those scales? Who are they going to have? Nobody. Yeah, they'll have themselves. You know? They'll have their pillow. They'll have whatever. They'll have a teddy bear. They'll have themselves, you know. And then, of course, society is something nothing wrong. But in today's world, I have to tell you what. I can think of a whole yeah. bunch of guys. I can think of a lot of people that would be better off to be alone. Why? Because yeah, really, to be honest. That's what, I was saying. That's what I was telling you earlier today, Bill. Think about this. I want the other TFLers to listen to this here, too, out there. In a society where this has became so much of an issue, women are think they're really too good for 80% of the men out there. Okay, let me ask you this. Are you really missing out on anything by being with women who, who, who are this toxic? Yeah. And I know some understand. people might say, oh, I a coat, but, I mean, they can say whatever the fuck they want to say. I really don't give a shit. Well, you know, they can make a cop out to try to go around that all they want, but let me tell you something. Drama destroys relationships. Drama destroys you and know, yeah, people think today drama. that you have to have drama to have a relationship. That's what women think today. The relationships are about having drama. you got to have drama. Well, there you go. She had to have drama, and she wonders why the fucking guy left her. She had to have drama, she wonders why she's laying on the ground bleeding out. She wonders why the I'm guy not, decked her in the mouth. And I'm not saying there aren't drama-riddled men, too. Yes, there are. But you got to bear in mind this. Uh, 80% of women are chasing the top 20% of the men. It's the women that are picking the men, okay? There, there's a lot of men out there who aren't looking for constant drama but are being overlooked and they're being pushed to be alone. And these men won't even be given a second time of day. Why? A big part of it is because they're not entertaining, because they're not creating constant drama. The thing about all this reality TV that's been coming out here in the past, 10, 15 years, and how much, what do you see on that shit? It's constant drama, it's constant drama, it's constant drama. And who do you think of most of that is marketed at? It's marketed at mostly women. Yes. You know? Well, you know, everything's marketed towards the woman to begin with. You can't go into a, you can't go into any store where they sell clothes and find out the majority of the stuff, the majority of the women at the clothing aisle is going to be women. Oh, the men's got some clothing too, but they, you know, they got two or three lanes, and the women got fucking fifteen, twenty lanes. 
This is the way yeah, it always yeah. goes. Everything is marketed to the female. Everything is marketed to the female. When you got a society filled full of double standards, when you went to school as a little kid, one of the things the school system taught you right off the bat was boys don't hate girls. And then you know, and then you'll get politicians get up there like, oh, Barack Obama did and Joe Biden when they came up there and said, there's absolutely no excuse to ever put your hands on a woman. See, and so from the very beginning, a boy was sexually discriminated against. That's right. Well, you Let's break this down here for a moment, Bill, because the, the, the usual excuse you hear they, they'll give behind that is women, men are generally stronger than women, right? So, so let's look at this right. I'm 110 pounds, right? I'm about five foot four. I mean, I should be able to go pick a fight with a 300 pound power lifter, and he can't hit me back, right? Well, He's bigger yeah, than I me. I understand what you're saying when they want to say that overall women are weaker than men. Well, let me tell you something. You have an awful lot of short, little, thin guys like Warren, and a lot of them, a lot more than you think there is, okay? You have a lot of people, even my size, that are skinny and blah, 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 that are guys, okay? The only reason women are looked at as weaker than men isn't really, it isn't really true at all. A lot of it's because of pampering and stuff. If you took a girl, when they were growing up, you took the females. Okay, I'll give you an example. I think and a lot of those adoptive. Well, yeah. Like it's in their body. I, like they have wide hips for, for narrowing babies and shit like that. I mean, they're not. I don't stop the physical strength, Warren. I don't stop the physical strength of the know-how to fight whatsoever. That has not a damn thing to do with it. Okay. You well, I mean, it's traits that people have adopted. I mean, in general, you know, I mean, over the course of, I mean, if you want to call it evolution, or people adopting, or what, and what not. I mean, it's, it's been exploited to the ninth degree, but well, it's been used yeah. up. And... But a lot of it still comes back down to conditioning because women have always been pampered. You would, yeah. you get the situation where you're pampering women, like when my son was in high school, the gym teacher was one of these athletic people that decided that everybody was going to do lift weight. They were going to work out and lift weight. So now he's got the boys and girls in the gym lifting weights, both genders, right? So -hmm. the boys had to start out with 20 pounds, and the girls started out with 5 pounds. Okay? Then when the boys moved up to 40 pounds, the girls moved up to 10 pounds. So you've already set the stage to keep them weaker than yourself. Yeah. Proof is proof is in the pudding without lifting weights. If you take a female that was out on the farm or on an industrial area working, and a male that was working, and the female had to do every bit of the same work that the male had to do every single day, that means lifting, toting, carrying the whole nine yards. You'll find out that that female is going to come out every strong, every bit as strong as. But I'll be honest with you, though, Bill. I mean, I don't think I'd want to. Uh, I don't think I could be with a woman who 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 is like really super big and masculine, with like tons of muscles and stuff. Yeah, I understand that. I understand what you're saying, but that was you know their bodybuilding. You do have women bodybuilders, and I know the ones going with that. Okay, the majority are men over women. Okay, but the thing is, is let's say you're not a bodybuilder, okay? Let's say yeah. you're doing some kind of construction that involves physical labor, 
picking up heavy things, carrying heavy things, digging holes in the ground with shovels and, you know, and taking a, a pick and breaking up the ground and physical work, right? Yeah. Chopping, spinning wood, what have you. Physical labor, right? Mm-hmm. Most women get the cop-out card with that because of uh, gender roles. They're not oh, in no. society's pampering, saying of society's pampering of women. So they don't get them. You design certain jobs for neons now. These physical labor jobs are for men. These jobs are for women, and this is the way it was broke out. Well, because yeah, of that, and all the easy jobs are pretty much given to. I mean, I mean, like, like more so you see now with with, uh, with colleges uh, having preferences for women and stuff like that. Like, they're going into higher end jobs, but it's usually all safe little office little jobs where where they don't have to get their hands dirty. And all the dirty yeah, grueling yeah. work and stuff is still being left to the men. And so what happens is this: occasionally you get the family that didn't care and didn't play the gender society role thing bullshit, and the girl was right there with the brothers, okay, doing the same physical labor as the brothers. And when some women, some girls, not very many, but some girls grow up in this type of environment and actually go out and do physical hard labor jobs. Now, these are the girls that if any guy comes up, the average guy that's done physical work in his life, if he just wrestles, if they just wrestle each other and test each other's strength, he's going to find out those girls are every bit as strong as he is. See, the myth that women are weaker than men is just what it is. It's a myth. But a lot of it's conditioned because women become weaker basically based on the fact that we have divided people so much up that women have been divided into categories to what work they do and men to what work they do, and they've been given the easy way out. Unfortunately, that allowed women to be weaker, not stronger. That's, and that's yeah. not talking about body. Yeah, that's not talking about bodybuilders. I know exactly what Warren's talking about. You do have some physical bodybuilder women, but the numbers are when it comes to bodybuilders of women and men, the numbers the women are outnumbered big time because that's always yeah. been considered male sport. A male thing to do, a guy thing to do. Because yeah. of the category. When you get your fluke females to come along and do the physical stuff, these females are every become every bit as strong as a man. See, that's just a misconception. You know, and sometimes small things can be dynamite. Warren may be thin, little and petite, right? But if Warren does but if Warren was doing physical labor every single day and working out every day, he would be like this little thin petite package of dynamite. He could be a whole. You look at Bruce Lee. Lee. Bruce Lee wasn't physically that big. I mean, frame wise. I mean, he he was very muscular. He was a, there was a pack in a tight frame. You know. Oh yeah, I understand that. But it's just the the physical differences in society. Okay, when you say women are weak, naturally weaker than women or weaker than men. Okay, it's not natural. It's because of conditioning. It's because of dividing things into roles. When you put the when you yeah. give the women the pampered jobs, the pampered up jobs, and you give the men the physical labor jobs, the man's building his muscles doing these physical labor jobs. He may not be building like a bodybuilder and all that stuff, 
But he I mean, I don't 100% building. agree with that. I mean, I don't think on average that men can do all the things that women can do or women can do all the things that men can do on average. But, I mean. Well, on I average, not would be when you got a society that's divided everything up that way, then that, what you just said would be correct. But it isn't because of anything other than the fact that we've designed roles for everybody. And, you know, and that, that's a big part of it. I think some of that's biological, man. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's been exploited. It's been used up. I mean, we're, we're not going to agree on that. That's fine, but. No, we won't. We probably will never agree upon that because I've seen too much in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I can just tell you this, you know, if you want to assume because she's a female, she's automatically weaker than you and you get your fucking head taken off. I'll just be on the sidelines laughing at you because you was. I'm not saying there aren't women that can fight or women. I'm not saying that, man. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, on average, I just don't think that the on average, uh, you know, I'll tell you this: if if we had a, a community, we left it to be completely defended by by nothing but the women. What would happen? Uh, the women, the women would be easily overtaken by you know by a bunch of men in, in battle easily, right? If we if we if we allowed our community to be, to be defended by let's say a mix of men and women, what's going to happen when the men go out to fight, right? And then they got a woman. They have to. They're already going. You got these guys trying to white knight to protect the woman, and that's going. I mean, you know, on average, she's going generally be the weak link and so so they're gonna to have to go out of their way to protect her and that's gonna get more people killed. I mean so I understand what you're saying there is sad fact of life of what Ward's talking about. I totally understand what he's saying. I guess the only difference would be there is if you're talking physical fighting. But if you're fighting with weapons and you're using a gun, you can't really that role really don't apply at all. The gun doesn't recognize she's weaker, so she can't point and pull the trigger. No, nah, but there's more to there's more to fighting the war than shooting guns, Bill. There's a lot more to it. I mean, when it I, comes to crawling around, I mean, going through all kinds of unthinkable terrain, I mean, going through grueling stuff, man. I mean, it's not just shooting guns. Uh, and, and, you know, and even as far as shooting guns, you know, I mean, a person who's in better shape and who's got a little more muscle mass on them is going to be able to take a gunshot wound a lot easier than somebody who's, who's, who's well, on average going to be... That's a yeah and no. You're gonna take a gunshot a wound a lot easier. The guns the the guns they're using in war, that bullet will tear the fucking big old hole through you and fucking kill you on the spot. And she you're and I don't care how big and muscular you are. That bullet don't care, it's gonna run right through the muscles and bone and skin and bone. It ain't gonna well, I'm care. saying it there's parts of your body that you can be shot, man, the, the, where you won't die right away, and you might be able to survive. But, but it depends on how fast you bleed out. And a person with more weight behind them is going to bleed out slower than a person who's well, small, small and has less. It would depend on where you're shot. It really does. It depends on where you're shot. It depends. That, that has a lot to do with it because if you, when the bullet enters your body, it's the organs that it damages that will kill you, Okay. So depending on the location of the body can make a big difference. So if they shoot the square in the middle of the chest, kiss your ass goodbye. It just went through your heart. Yeah. You know? So, and, and that's not a discriminatory thing, okay? So, you know, when you talk, I'm talking physically using a gun. Women could be every bit as good as a guy, okay? That's just with guns, okay? 
if you're yeah. talking crawling around and physically hiking and stuff, oh, there's women. There's some women. There, there's some women out there that'll keep up with that all day long. And you do now, got some women that fight wars, man, like in these third world little guerrilla armies and shit like that. But it's usually because of circumstances and because it's in their backyard and they're kind of swept into it, and they don't really have much of a choice. Well, you, you know. You got that, and you got the girl at home that maybe there was three boys in the family or four boys in the family and one girl, and she grew up with a handful of brothers, and they constantly got in squabbles and, and, you know, fought each other, and she became more like a tomboy, and she sparring and wrestling around with her brothers and stuff all the time and got stronger, but see, that's the exception of the rule, because yeah. the numbers... And the numbers won't add up on that girl. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if you took the girl that was physically doing the physical labor that the guys was doing every day, the majority of girls ain't going to be doing that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're going to have to show the numbers, the number game when you play the numbers because of placing females in one role in society and men in another role in society Men are the ones that get the physical, the majority of the physical work, and most females won't be doing that heavy physical work to begin with. Well, see, that's There's why I think. I mean, you know, I mean, that's why I still kind of believe in a balanced system. You know, there, there, there'll be the, the privileges will be balanced out, which means that, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, and it won't necessarily apply to each and every individual this way, just on a on an average basic level. I mean. But, you know, I mean, the ones who do the fighting and protecting are the ones that get to vote or the ones that get to steer, or get to get to direct things. They're the ones that, that, you know, lead the family and the community. And, you know, I mean, they're, you know. Yeah, well, my thing is, I guess I said, okay, I've always been, this is just the way I've been and the way my philosophy is, okay? I've always been like this. You don't have the leader of a family. Because when you have a leader of a family, that's telling the other person they're a slave. I'm not saying like in a sense of uh, uh, that person is a slave. I'm saying in a sense of, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, you know, it's kind of not beneficial to survival for for, for us to put women on on our front line. So there's got to be something that's going to counterbalance that. There's got to mean, you know, we can't we can't just have men be disposable cannon fodder. You know, without some kind of recomp, without some kind of recompense, something, something to, uh, uh, something to, uh, to, uh, to even it out, and that's where that comes in. I mean, you know, since since, well, since the man has to protect and provide, he gets to. Yeah, I understand uh, what you're saying. You know, I'm not against what you're saying whatsoever. I understand what you're saying. I'm just telling you, in my philosophy, if I was to, you know, it's like. If I was to be able to control uh, to change the world, the, one of the first things I would do away with is war completely. There would never be a front line because that's just people. Yeah, but you're always going to have that, man. That's the thing. Even if we got rid of I government, know, there's always. But you're always going to have people that said, "Well, that's why you hear me make the statement that mankind's epic fighter from the beginning of time, their ability to grow the hell up." Yeah. I mean, ideologically, yeah. I mean, I'd agree. I'd I'd love to live in a world where everybody just got along and there was no war and all that. But I mean, realistically, I mean, I'm thinking like you know, even if even if we got rid of government, we went back to smaller communities. 
we've still got to be prepared, man. People aren't, people aren't just going to overnight, I mean, just become peaceful saints all of a sudden. I mean, oh, no, no, you no, know. No, no, Even even if you, let's just say this, even if you could create a peaceful world with no governments and no wars, right, you're still going to have your bad actors. That you're going to end up becoming a competition maybe to defend your belongings or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're still going to have your bad apples. And that's what I want to call them as the bad apples. So, you know, in that aspect, I have, and I totally agree with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. always saying the epic failure of mankind, seriously, is their ability yeah. to grow. And I'll tell you what else is going to happen with these bad apples. A lot of these bad apples are going to meet up on their own. They're going to develop their own camps of bad, their own communities of bad apples. And then when they, yeah. start, once they start developing numbers, that's that's when they become dangerous. I just get I just get a kick out of society how all these parents are out there, these adults, so-called adults, and I'll call them so-called adults, are telling their children to grow the fuck up when they're a teen and blah blah blah, and you got to grow up and you got to grow up, and they're talking about growing up when they haven't even grown up themselves. Yeah, you know. Well, it's funny to me because they always tell, like, you know, they always tell us TFLers, you know, grow up. In other words, in other words, accept your fate and accept what they've done to you, and don't and don't acknowledge it, right? So they tell us that we need to grow up. Yet these are the same people that think that the, the, the very foundation for starting families and basic relationships is supposed to be about, you know, drama and lying and having game, right? But yeah, they're telling exactly. us that to grow up for having normal human desires. Right, when they fail to grow up themselves, they, you know, they don't understand. Yeah. It's all about game, right? It's all about game. And game's nothing about lying and manipulating. Yeah. You chase after you want. You chase after you want. You chase after you want. Well, you, you hear it all the time people say, you know, you talk about how, how women can't never just be direct and honest and say what's on their mind. They always want to hint shit at you and stuff like that. People say, oh, it's just the way women are. No, no, that's the way people allow women to be. Like, Let me say this here very clearly, okay? The ability to be honest and direct, I mean, the ability to be direct and say what's on your mind is called being honest, okay? If you can't do that, if all you can do is hint at people and, and, and expect people to be a psychic, you're not being honest. You're being dishonest. How can you have a successful relationship that's based off the fucking foundation of dishonesty? You can't. Oh, that's it. If well, she can't say what that, the fuck is on her mind, then she's not ready to have a damn relationship. They have that, and then one of the other things that I've, I've observed through life with females, and I think a lot of it's conditioning, they don't want to say the opposite of what they actually mean. If they tell you they don't want it, it actually spells they want it. When they tell you they want it, it actually spells they don't want it. Now, I'm not saying physically everything, but they have a bad habit of saying the opposite of what they really mean. Then yeah. when you do tell what they said, then they're furious at you for not knowing you're supposed to do the opposite of what they said. Yeah, you know. Okay, and that is actually nothing but fucking mind game. Because when you say you want something, and then they get it, and you're mad at them for doing it because this is what you said you wanted, 
then you're furious because they didn't give you the opposite of what you said? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I see that shit happen all the time. And it's actually like, well, if you can't say if you can't say what you want, if you're going to say what you want and that's what you get, and you're bitching because that's what you've got, or that's what I've done, you know what I'm saying, when you said that's what you wanted, I don't feel sorry for you at all because that means you're willing to play fucking games and manipulate. You know, and that's what you realize if you if you really debate people on this subject, man. You find out like you see how fake people can really be, man. I shit you not, man. Like, like just the just the other day, I was reading somebody making a comment about like, well, if these insert or these TFLers had real problems, you know, they, they, they don't want to have to deal with any real problems. And, and they're talking about people who have been like, well, like I said, real problems. Are people who are sick and dying of cancer or who. Who've had who died of malaria in third world battlefields with their arms blown off and shit like that? I mean, which is like what, like five percent of the population? Okay, so by that token, then we could just use it. We could just easily use that against women who who have been raped, right? We could sit there and say, oh, well, you've got clothes and you've got food and you got a shelter, so shut the fuck up and stop whining. But no, we don't say that, do we? Okay, number two, number two, you know, I'm telling you why it's a stupid response is because. They want us to say what, what what we won't go through, but yeah, if that's such a big deal, if it, was, if it was such not a big deal if they say live in TFL, then why don't why don't they want to go through our live in our shoes? That's something that they can totally choose to do. They could they, they, they don't have to pay no money, they don't have to take a trip nowhere. They could just do it from right where they're at without paying a dime. But they don't want to do well, it. Well, of course they don't want to do it because in reality. They know exactly what they're doing. You know, I mean, and they use that's what it is. They use cop-outs to cover it up. That's all it is. It's no different than when Lexi said, nobody wants you to pick cars shopping for a car. It's the same thing as a woman looking for a guy. Nobody wants the ugly car. So when she used that anatomy, that Let's use shopping for a car as a woman looking for a guy. And when she said that, and then she said nobody wants the ugly car, that says if you're born not to look a certain way, then you're born to be alone and die alone, right? Yeah. Well, we already know where that's leading people, right, Japan? Because, like I said, you always hear this ideology being, being promoted among society that I think people at some kind of level, consciously or not, have been brainwashed to believe that 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 I guess they are what policing the gene pool from being contaminated by imperfect genes or whatever. But uh, how was that working out for Japan? I mean, you know, because at this rate, man, there's probably not going to be another Japan in twenty, thirty years because nobody's having any babies. Yeah, it's working out pretty. It's working out pretty good. I wish the whole world would do it. That'll wait a hundred yeah. years from now. In a hundred years from now, it'll be an empty planet. Well, it won't be empty. The cows and the horses and the dog, you know, the wild animals, the lions and what have you might still be here. But the humans won't be. What happened to the humans? They died off of stupidity. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's pretty much it, you know. 
Well, that too. I mean, you know, what are, what are really breeding, and of course, a good book to read on that is Steve Moxon, the the Woman Rocket. What they're really breeding, uh, what they're doing is they're actually working towards breeding the future where everybody's going to be carbon copies of everybody else. There's going to be absolutely no individuality. It's like the Borg from Star Trek. That's what they're breeding. But see, yeah, it, 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 see people are too stupid to realize this. You can't tell them that. So. No, you know. because the, uh, the dumbing down has done wonders for people. I mean, you know, one being stupid is the cool thing, right? Yeah. That means you're intelligent, right? <laughs> You know, yeah. Let's get rid of all the quote-unquote inferior genes, so that so, 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 so we can all evolve into the Borg. Yay! <laughs> so everybody looks and sounds and and does everything exactly like everybody else, and you can't tell one person from the next. There you go. So that's why when I yell "Ward," 150 people turn their heads and yeah, they'll answer. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, isn't that oh. genetic superiority so great, Bill? What's that? Isn't that genetic superiority so great? Oh, yes. It's just wonderful, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's the dumbness of people, man, because they fall for everything you said. Well, part of that, too, here, and it's easy to fall into this trap, as you see here, with all the identity politics going on between the left and the right and all this stuff going on now, and you hear all the IQ tests brought up and all this stuff, is it gets people locked into this, trying to be, try, trying to outdo someone else, trying to be better than somebody else, whether that be because of gender or race or whatever. And people fail to realize, Matt, that at a basic human level, well, I mean, you know, yes, I mean, there might be, on a, on a collective level, some differences as far as the eugenic system goes. But at the basic fundamental level, we're all fucking just humans. Yeah. You know. I don't play, I don't play into it. There's nobody better than somebody else. Yeah. And for these, these dumbasses that think, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm better than you because I have more money than you. No, you're not better than me. Money well, didn't make you Ask them this. Ask them this. If someone, somebody says that they're better than someone else like that, that they're biologically superior to somebody else, ask them to prove it. How can you prove that? What, what, in what way can you prove that? You know, even if they want to pull up a, an, an IQ test or something like that, like, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, IQ don't really prove anything. You know? I mean, there's some stupid people with fucking high IQs. So what, what criteria can they possibly use to sit there and say that one person is – I mean, whatever criteria you use is, 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 is open to question. It's, ob, it's, it's open to, to being analyzed. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, a pretty subjective, it's pretty subjective, man. I mean, you know. It is. It is. I mean, yeah, I, I will agree. Like, like, there are some correlations you can be made between high IQ and low IQ populations and, you know um, – um, you know, there are correlations that could be made uh, across racial lines even. Um, but, you know, I mean, like I said, that in of itself, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, you know, IQ don't even mean somebody's smart necessarily just because, like I said, you have idiots with high IQs. So, you mean, mean they're not smart? You mean they're not smarter than you are because they got black skin? Yeah, you know. 
<laughs> uh, I'll make him smarter or dumber than me. I mean, you know, if I, you know, it really comes down to individual intelligence, man. I mean, you know, yeah, there are going to be low IQ people in poor, primarily poor communities. That's going to that's going to exist, you know. Um, but part of the issue too is how we look at IQ tests, man. I mean, you know, IQ tests are primarily focused around um, academia and stuff like that. A lot of us focused uh, primarily at left-brained activity, um, you know, which, which, which really a healthily balanced brain should be able to operate on both hemispheres, the left and the right hemisphere. Um, the left hemisphere primarily controls, like, you know, pure like like deductive logic and things like that, whereas the right brain is, is, is inductive. It's the creative part of the brain and things like that, inductive versus deductive reasoning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, I mean, IQ tests really don't mean shit, bro. I mean, I mean, they do well, on some well, level, I guess, as far as as, as, as as far as acknowledging what's happening in different IQ brackets across the eugenics spectrum, but outside of that, they don't. No, because the reality is that everybody has things in life that they're going to be really good at doing, okay? And yeah. other things in life that they're just no good at doing at all, okay? That's a fact yeah. of life, okay? Because you're good at doing one thing, and I can't do that thing or suck at it. Doesn't make you smarter than me because there's going to be something I'm really good at doing that you can't do, or you're not good at doing. Yeah, you know. And that's just a fact of life. Everybody has different talents that'll become natural to them that they'll grasp, run with, and be really good with doing. And isn't that part of what makes us human, man, is the fact that each one of us is supposed to be a unique individual, right? Each one of us is totally unique, right? I mean, Bill, there, there will never be another Bill Greathouse. You are the only Bill Greathouse that has ever lived and that ever, will ever that will ever live. You are a unique person, a unique so- sovereign individual, and so am I. Well, yeah, so, well, there, there's already another me, but as far as you the know, name goes. But as far as the person means, no. Because we're all our own individual. I mean, you that's know. That's part of what makes us human, man. That's part of what they want to get rid of, man. I mean, you know, that's a big part of, what, of the human experience is being able to exist as an individual. And an ironic thing about that is, is because of our same human existence and human nature, people are collectively led because of this sense of tribalism, right? But if you can resist that, what does it really mean to be a human, to be an individual? What does it mean to be free? It means to be an individual, right? If you're really free, you know, you're not subject to other people's opinions of you. You don't care what what they think of you. You're going to do what you want to do as long as it's not harming anybody else, you know, and you, and you have every right to do that, right? That's because just being an individual. Well, you said something right there that resonates with me, and uh, I see so many people struggling with this, and they have this problem, okay? And then your name words was when you said you don't care what other people think of you. 
And why does that? Why is that so important? What Warren just said when he said, "Don't care, don't care what other people think of," because first off, when you care about what other people think of you, you're already you're already screwed your entire life. You're not going to be an individual now, because that yeah. means you have to fit in. That means you want to fit into the selective thinking, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, Warren, if you worried about what are people going to think of me if I wear this shirt? Maybe it's And then what fashion is all about, exploiting that. That's what they give us as fashion industry. They, they market it uh, girls and teenagers. You know, yep. they exploit because because they're young and impressionable at that age. They're still trying to find themselves. Right, teenagers, you think about it. And they're always pushing all these meaningless, empty, void fashion trends, you know, the, the, the young teenagers, to do to do what? To teach, to train them to be good little sheep. To train them to, 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 to chase meaningless trinkets that mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. And so now they have their fashion trends, you know. Or you have the air where people are walking around. I've seen this going on. Okay. I don't see it so much in the area right now. I'm sure it's still going on. People walking around with their pants falling down. Yeah. You know, sitting inside watching these colors falling down. And he's running there, bouncing the ball, and pretty soon his pants fall too far, and he has to stop, put the ball between his feet, pull his pants up. Then he fucking pulls his pants up. Okay? Then he pulls them partly down to where he had them, where the fucking part of his butt's showing. And then he grabs the ball up between his feet and starts going again. And pretty soon his pants fall down some more too far again and he has to stop and do it again. You talk about insanity. Why do you, you know, you know how that trend started off? Well, according, according to rumor, I can't really confirm this. I mean, but I've heard, I don't know, I mean, citation needed on this. But you know how, you know how I, I've heard that that uh, trend started off? Oh, go ahead. Is uh, it was uh, in prison. That's how they tell the uh, the the straights from the gays. Is they'd have the gay people sag their pants. Well, then we got a whole bunch of people that are really messed up because you know, I watched this. I mean, I when I was living up in up in Bradenton, I watched this every day, man. I'd sit outside with my cousin. I'd watch all these people go by, and these colors go by, and their pants were all falling down. I'd see a group of freaking young teens go by and their pants falling down. I even seen one group, okay, that probably was only a 10 or 11 years old, and their pants was falling down because they're all running around in this style, right? And even one of them was a girl. One of them was a female. And she had her fucking pants on all sagged out just like they did, man, falling down. Okay, you know, it's like, really? I mean, you know, if you do oh, walk days, man, pants, you got these young girls walk, walking around with their tits and their ass hanging out, like literally like half naked. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Pretty soon it's like, I don't, why'd you get dressed? Why don't you just go out in your birthday suit, huh? Yeah, Maybe you yeah. ain't got tough feet. It's fine, you ain't got tough feet. Throw on a pair of shoes and go. Who needs anything well, else? Have you been following right? the Me Too movement? No, I haven't. <laughs> you know you know what that is, right? I do. I want to do it, too. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, basically, you know, it started off with Bill Cosby. And, you know, all these women made these false rape accusations against them about 30 years ago. And then it went that they tried to do it to Donald Trump. Then it was Harvey Weinstein. Then it was like a, a bitch load more people. Now it's like fucking like 15 different guys that are all having this happen to them. Yep, they picked out the people that have yeah. money and they came up and made lies up. And yep, that's called the Me Too movement. Yep, they reached The reason I call it the Me Too movement is because it's a mockery of the women who are saying, Me Too, Me Too, I want to get my cut of the pie too. I want to milk him for resources too. Let me jump in on a cash cow. Let me bleed this guy for his resources. That's what that is. Yeah, let me be able to lie and attack this guy and say he's done something he never done. Let me join in. I'll attack you and say something you never done. Well, you know what, women? You're actually going to create the very thing that you're bitching about with your fake rape culture. You're actually going to create that rape culture is what you're going to do. Then you what do I think about this? You got these women coming out here half naked all over the place, right, flirting around with all these guys, pushing all these hundreds of guys to be alone, right? Okay. And on top of that, you know, as I just said, you know, I mean... You know, the whole Me Too movement. I mean, it, it looks like it's gone to some very, I mean, dark area for me. I mean, number one, I'm not def- I'm not defending rape. I'm not condoning rape. It's a horrible thing. I'm not defending it, don't get me wrong. But when you got women running around or looking like fucking sluts half the damn time, I mean, it doesn't make it right, but they're not really doing a lot to prevent it from happening. So, I mean, some of them are, and I mean, you know, um uh, you know, and I'm just being realistic here. I mean, you know, there's a reason why I don't put on a a, a, a suit made of red meat and go swimming with sharks. Yeah, okay. You yeah, know? I understand. Yeah, well, that'd be like, Warren, you remember, I don't know if you had this when you was in high school, but when I was in high school, we used to have wear jocker, jocker shorts. You know what jocker shorts are? I think so. What are they? Their underwear that's missing the butt. It only has a strap that goes up the ass. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, but it has yeah. the cuff up front to hold your private parts up front of covered, but your butt stands out. Both butt cheeks are bare, right? Yeah. So if that's the case, then why don't we just these people that run around with their pants going down, why don't they just go ahead and put on their jocker shorts? Maybe just show off your ass and might as well show it, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's getting crazy, man. We might even move towards a cell that's so over-sexualized. I mean, it's going to get to a point where, I mean, you know, you look at a lot of the stuff they're pushing through, like, the Realian movement and crap like this, and you've heard me mention that before, where it's like all this free love, hippy-dippy, fucking uh, free sex sort of uh, mentality, which falls right into this whole hypergamous, damn narcissistic, uh, bullshit society we've got. I mean, whereas, you know. Well, they are because, you know, and I'm being sarcastic. I don't mean that for real, but, you know, I can. But when I was in Tampa, I'd push gardens with Jason, and he was like 12, 12 years old at the time. Okay. I got my eyes full and wasn't even planning on it. We climbed in line with Jason to get on a ride, you know, and average weight was like. 40 minutes fucking by the time you went up this lane, down that lane, up this lane, down this lane, up that lane, and up the ramp, around the yeah. ramp, and blah, 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 to get to the ride, right? Yeah. Well, we climbed in line, and right in front of us was 
two girls that most they could have been was between 10 and 11 years old, okay? Yeah. But they're wearing bikinis, and both of them got thong bikinis. So literally, they got a strap going up the crack of their butt, and the butt cheeks are just right there. And so I'm standing here in this line, seeing these two young girls with bare butts just hanging out right there at you, you know, and I'm liking to myself, yeah. where's the parents? How could you allow your how could your parents allow you to run around in amusement park in a thong bikini with your butt hanging out like that with your you know with your with your ass is showing at your age? Yeah, and because kids are being sexualized way too early too. A big part of this cultural our system is promoting this idea, normalizing it at a lot younger and earlier of an age. Because back when we were kids, man, back when I was a kid, man, I'm only 38. You know, when I was that age. You know, girls couldn't girls couldn't leave their homes looking like looking like looking half naked like that. Their their dads would wear their ass out by then. You know, what I mean, back you know, you you look at like all these. You got kids now that I mean, I've seen it myself, man. Like I've seen like some of my neighbors. You know, they got their little uh, grandkids up, and they're like five and six, and they're like you know, like having them say all these sexually explicit shit and do all these, like, little dance moves and it's all sexually explicit type shit. And, like, man, back when I was that age, if I would have said or done half those things, man, my dad would have put a belt in my ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and back then, that's what would happen to most kids. But, I mean, these days, it's, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I was just thinking something. Now, I'm being sarcastic here, okay? You said you're 38. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 3 plus 8 equals 11, right? Yeah. And I'm 56, and 5 plus 6 equals 11. Hot damn, it feels good to be younger. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, but unfortunately, I'll be, I'll be, unfortunately, I'll be 12 on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Will you be, uh, will you be turning, what, what actual age will you be? 50, 59? Okay, well, so if I, if, I, if I add my two numbers together, I'm 11 years old. How do you, what do you think I am? Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're 58. Wait a minute, 56. no, 58. Huh? No, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I'd be, I'd be 13 then, wouldn't I? If I was 58. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so you're 56. I said add the, two, yes, add the two numbers together. I'm 56 until Sunday, and then I'll be 57. Good for you to make it for the 56, man. I mean, maybe I will. <laughs> You know the way you know. the world's going up. Well, you know, with my with my health with my health condition, I don't know how many more years I got, but you know, but I'm here until I go. But I really don't care anymore anyhow because I look at it for what it really is. I mean, you know, I speak out every. I speak out. I do videos. I do a show, and I would be considered an activist. Okay, I've even gone out in public and talked about this shit with people, and I just really don't care. I've offended people doing this, and I don't care. You know, I've been on the phone talking to people about this in a public spot and had people staring at me. One lady, matter of fact, I was at Walgreens the other day, and I was sitting there waiting on my brother to get his prescription. And the guy sitting next to me, he's about my age, man. He's 55, and we're sitting here talking, right? And yeah. some of the stuff we got to talking about was today's society and people and their cell phones. I mean, and the conversation went on and on. Next to him, sat another elderly lady, right? Yeah. And 
by the time we were through the conversation, we even got into some political shit what's going on in this world, how fucked up this world is, right? While I'm yeah. sitting there, this gal's sitting here listening to us the whole time. And you know, if I looked to kill, I'd be dead. You do know that, right? If it looks to kill, I'd be dead. The looks that yeah. girl gave me, you knew she was offended by what we were talking about. And of I'm, course. Like, I'm like, yep. I don't care if you're offended by what I'm talking about or not. I just really don't care. At least what I'm talking about is the honest truth. And maybe that's what hurt her. She was having to hear truth. And the good part about two at your age is you're beyond the, the age right now where you have to worry about holding a job, uh, you know, so you don't have to worry about working anymore. So you don't have to worry. So, so I would, you know, Warren, holding huh? a job retirement. Let me give you a little hint. Retirement age is now 67. Yeah. You do not qualify to get your full Social Security benefits to retire with until you're 67. It used to be 60, then I went to 62, then I went to 65, and now it's 67. Pretty soon it'll be 70. Then it'll be 75. Why? Because they don't want to pay the money back they're taking from you. My situation is different. I had the, I got COPD. If you know what COPD is, COPD yeah. is is emphysema. It's a death sentence by itself. The so, end result. So it takes them sixty-seven years to find out that they're just as undesirable as we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really don't care. And then I had the heart attack, so I got COPD and I got CHD. Okay, cardiac heart disease. So I have. I have heart disease and I have COPD, which is emphysema. So my days are yeah. numbered anyhow. Okay? And I really don't care as evil and screwed up as this world is. I just really don't care. You know, I'm going to speak out and I'm going to fight. If they take my life, I don't care. You're not going to, you know, yeah. they can't scare yeah. you with death threats. A death threat don't scare me. You couldn't scare me, but I'll kill you. Go ahead. Yeah, you know. I mean, you know. But I mean, you know, yeah. you know what? I'm not saying that I want to die now because I don't really, but I know it's going to happen one day. I wouldn't want to live in this world forever, I'll tell you that. But, but what I will say this. In a way, I would kind of look forward to seeing what, what comes after this, man. You know, uh, because what I can tell you is there doesn't, there doesn't appear to be a solution or a way to break free within this material world that I've found yet. And who knows, maybe the way out is in the next world, whatever the next world is. I mean, who knows? I mean, you know. That's that's, that's, that's a topic, you know, because when you're talking about what's after death, I can only say what I've always said. I know for a fact that there is life after death. I just don't know in what form or where. (laughs) Yeah, you know. You know, I, mean, I don't know what, where, how. <laughs> all we can do is keep guessing at it, man. I mean, you know, I, I believe very much in, in the, the, the people who are reincarnated. But I'll tell you this, though, man, I don't want to be reincarnated in this place. Would you want to be reincarnated in a world where you want to be brain tripped right out of the womb before you're even old enough to even understand what's going on? And from that point on, you're already, uh, you're already a prisoner in your own mind and body. 
yeah, I have no human rights. You, you, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do to you, and you can't say or do anything. Is that the kind of world you want to live in? Well, you know, we're already headed very rapidly towards a world that people ain't going to like. A lot of people are going to hate it. They're going to be, you know. But the mindset is like this. How many times have you heard people say this to you, Warren, when you talk about what's going on in the world? Well, I can't do anything about it anyhow. So why worry about it? You can't do anything about it. Well, it's that because, because sooner or later they're not going to be able to turn their back to it anymore. Well, what are they going to do about it then? Nothing. They've already programmed you know, themselves. They've already programmed They're going to do exactly what their leaders want them to do. They're going to do exactly what they've been programmed to do. Because they're not curious. They yep. don't give a fuck what's going on. Yep. And they, they don't, don't realize how many layers to this there are. The fact that they're just waking up to that level means that, that they're waking up about as far as the elites want them to wake up so that the elites can manipulate them into the next trap. And no more than that. Oh, yeah. They get stuck at what? Level one, level two, if they're lucky. That's the majority. Yeah, you know. The majority is between level one and level two. Most people don't even make it past level two. Then you have the exceptions. The exceptions of the majority people, of people like, can't even get to level one. The majority of people are like level point five at best. Yeah, they know. They now know that nine eleven was an inside job, but they know somebody that died at Sandy Hook. Yep, don't you talk about that? I know somebody that died there, and I say, well, here, you know somebody died. Yeah, I say, cool, take this because you can get a hundred thousand dollars. All she got to do is prove that person died. Then they they get all mad and stuff, and you walk away. They don't want it. They you don't want $100,000? Oh, that's right. That's because you actually don't know somebody that died there. Is that right? Because you can't know somebody that died there. Because the school was closed down freaking five-plus years before the shooting took place. So I just want to know how he walked in there and shot a classroom full of nobody. (laughs) You know, you know. I mean, what was it, like a bunch of cardboard kids or something where he goes around with like a, a super soaker or something like that and just like shoots them down or something? Yeah, well, maybe he took a gun in there. He went into a real, with a real gun in an empty school because they've been closed for over five years. And he set up a whole bunch of cardboard children. And then he came back later on with a gun and he shot them up, right? Yeah, you know. And maybe he poured some mud paint on them so it looks like blood, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's insane, man. The more you know, the more you realize how fucked our world is. But I mean, I don't know. It's like one of those things. That I guess it's not. It's not all bad, but I mean, our future looks pretty fucking bleak, man. I mean, well, you can't get no real news off the TV. I'll tell you something else. There's a guy up on YouTube who does videos every single day, okay, Colin Flaherty or whatever his name is, and it's nothing about black-on-white uh, black violence. He has news stories every single day of another time that black people attack the white person, black people attack the white person. He's literally got hundreds and hundreds of videos, and every single day he's got new news stories and new news stories and new news stories of the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, and always a different crime in a different city and always a different crime in a different city, right? 
And I can guarantee you right now, you can go through every single news source there is every single day and look and look and look, and you won't find these stories. And you know why you won't find them? Because the fuckers are shielding the plant. And these stories are being made and contrived by media strictly for him and sent to him. To keep the narrative, to keep the division going. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's why you got to be wary about these people, too, that automatically scoff at quote-unquote conspiracy theories. Because let's think about this here logically. At this point, you have to be a complete fool to deny this point. I mean, let's think about this here, right? The same thing about us complaining about all this politically correct mess going on, all the censorship is going on in America, Canada, all of Western Europe, the U.K., Australia, all these places at the same exact fucking time. Now, what are the odds? that this same exact problem is going to happen in all these various random places at the same exact time on, on, on purely random coincidence. Let me, let, me, let me put that in another scenario. That, 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 that would be like let me use an analogy here, right? What, what would you think if, if I told you that all of a sudden a bunch of radical gay Muslims, let's just, I'm just making something uh, just wild up the top of my head here, right? All of a sudden went up there, right, and they went through like 12 houses throughout my neighborhood, and and at the same exact time, they all robbed these 12 houses, right? What what are the odds are that that's completely random and there's no connection between that? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's just, you know, but the only reason I brought him up is because I see through it. What you have is a plant, a shield. And what you have is media making fake news stories. Stories that never happened, making fake news stories. And this is what you get off of your TV every day. It's fake news, fake news, fake news. You know... Well, everybody's got this, oh, it can't happen here. You know, what they'll tell you, and I've said this before, what they'll tell you when you bring up all this stuff, they'll say, oh, I'm not saying that the, 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 the power of corrupt and tyranny doesn't happen. I'm just saying it's not very planned out. It's not so planned out as you conspiracy people make it. That's why I've heard that a thousand times. And every time I hear that, you know, all i got to do is just, is just drop the one simple question, right? Explain to me how somebody falls in the power. Explain to how somebody accidentally runs a fucking coup and fucking takes over a country. How do you accidentally do that? Oh, uh, you tripped and fell. <laughs> you know. And it was a lucky I mean, call. the assumption is that people don't come in here and, and, and plan these things in private. Well, I'm pretty sure that if there's a communist, if they can admit that there's a communist, uh, like these people are upset about the Democrats, right, and they oh, they're communists. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure a communist coup is a conspiracy, and it takes planning. It doesn't just fucking happen. I mean, you know, out of, uh, out of a, you know, you can't just pull it out of a wild hair out of your ass. Oh, here we go. I mean, it don't just happen that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. These people that are doing this shit, they plan this shit before they do it. Okay. So you mean they didn't plan? Nobody got together and planned nine eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, even if you believe the official story of 9-11, I'm not, and I'm not saying I believe the official story, but even if you believe the official story of 9-11, right, that, that a bunch of uh, Taliban people with box cutters hijacked the planes, that in and of itself is, is still a conspiracy theory. It sure is. Uh, you know, that in and of itself means that, 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 that these Muslims got together and conspired to hijack that plane. So which conspiracy theory do you think is more likely? You know, a bunch of third-world fucking piss-poor fucking uh, Muslims that's out of some cave hole in the fucking world, you know, they can't even afford shoes, like hijack a goddamn plane and, and put it all together, or do you think you think your own U.S. government had a hand in it? I mean, which, which is a more plausible conspiracy theory here? And again, I'm not saying that these Muslims didn't have a hand in it. I'm sure they did. But in fact, I know they did. Well, you know, but I mean, who do you think hired them? Well, the thing, the thing is this: it doesn't really freaking matter because Al Qaeda never existed, and everybody will say, "Yes, Al Qaeda did." No, it didn't. Al Qaeda was as fake as could be, and it wasn't hard to fool the people. You hire a bunch of actors, you put them in fucking dress in a certain, a certain way, you put guns in their hands, you get out your cameras, and you tell them to do this or this. They act it out, on, and then you film them acting it out, and then you hold on to that film, and then after 9-11, you go ahead and play that film on TV, and you tell them this is Al-Qaeda. Yeah. I mean, this is how easy it is to fool the public. I mean, you know, it's just so easy to fool the public, and unfortunately, the TV setters are God, and they believe everything that falls out the television sets mouth. Bin Laden was a protected CIA asset all up to the point of 9-11. Bin Laden and the Taliban, like the, 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 the CIA and the U.S. government, funded and armed to support the Taliban during the 1980s against the Soviets. Yep. You know. They sure and, did. Laden, well, you know the Bin Laden family is where the Bush family got their wealth from? Yeah. Yeah. That is where the, the Bush family actually got their wealth from. It's been and family. the Bush family is actually blood-related to the royal Saudis. See, you know, and people just don't, you know, it's just it's insanity. You know, it's like, okay, and then Obama takes the credit for finally getting Bin Laden, which is a big joke. The guy was dying in a hospital here in America, already dying when 9-11 happened, Okay. There only one plane in the air on 9-11 when they shut down all the airports, and that was the plane the U.S. government flying Bin Laden out of the country for his own protection. Mm-hmm. And he was willing to become the patsy because he was already dying. A year later, Bin Laden died in real life. But they kept his dead body alive for all them years, and then suddenly Obama was responsible for getting the dead man and then they executed him and buried, buried him out to sea. No, they didn't. He was already dead. What do you have, nine lives? Isn't it kind of ironic, Osama Obama? Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. That was because a lot of people didn't think about that, Osama. But, you know, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there's always that thing about his birth certificate, too. I don't know if that's actually the case or not, but I know, I mean, I'd have to really like, look. I haven't really spent that much time looking into it, but I know they say that, 
you know, he was actually he actually wasn't born in America. He was actually Kenyan born, and there are things there are some things that could that could support that, but you know, but who knows? Well, you know, I mean, unfortunately, the sad thing is that there's so many lies being told. I mean, so many lies. The getting the truth anymore is like looking for a needle in a haystack. You know, and, and I, make I, it you know, something else to think about too, man. A lot of these people in the public, they might not, they, we might not even be given their real names. You know, like, like Barack Obama wasn't Barack Obama's real name, right? And I could you tell even people within the truth circuit that are going by, by by pseudo names or by alternate names. You know, I mean, you know, so the names they, they, they give us for all these famous people in public might not even necessarily be their real names. Well, no, Obama's real name was Barry. I forget the last name, but it was Barry. Barry Satoro, right? Uh, yes, that's it. So you want to ask yourself, how does Barry Satoro add up to uh, Obama? You know? Where did you get Obama out of the name Barry? Why couldn't you even give the real name? Well, that too. I mean, you know, like one thing that's, that's different about Obama than is with a lot of the other presidents is that with a lot of the other presidents, you knew their bloodline. You knew the Bush family bloodline. You knew the Clinton family bloodline. Nobody had even heard anything of Obama prior to him becoming president. He just kind of showed up on the spot. I mean, eventually he found out a little bit more about about his bloodlines. You know, he got Kenyon Royalty on his dad's side and British Royalty on his mother's side. And he, I mean, but you know, even then, I mean, you know, he just kind of like just emerged out of the shadows, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, he did. He just came right out of the shadows. And, you know, the people know him. You know? Now, Jerry was telling me, no, Obama has actually been in the United States for most of his life. But Obama, okay, was actually from Illinois. Now, I haven't looked into it, okay? Yeah. But I wouldn't be, but I wouldn't be surprised about that. Because they do nothing but lie to the public every all the time, every single day. And what's even more hilarious about it is everybody, yeah. what do you talk about that knows anything about politics? All say, yeah, we know they lie. Yeah, we know they lie. Well, hurry up. i got to hurry up and go down and vote for him. I know he's lying, but I'm going to hurry up and go down and vote for him. And then when he you know, and then when he don't do what he told me he would do, he goes to the office. I'm going to be mad at him for lying to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, the cognitive dissonance, right? Yeah. So you knew he was a liar. You went and voted for him. Yeah. And then when he lied to you about what he said he was going to do when he got in office, you're mad at him for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's about how stupid people have gotten, man. I mean, that's sad, but... Yep, fall out of my chair laughing. It's like, wow, what a dumb idiot. (laughs) Well, I mean, I still, at this point, can't figure out how people can swallow the logic of of, 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 normal lies. It's okay to lie. It's okay for me to lie to anybody I want to, but you better not lie to me, (laughs) you know? Oh, I know. I mean, it's insanity. So, you know, I know this one thing for sure. We live in a very, very, very sick world right now. Yeah, we do. We do, man. I mean, I mean, this generation, 
generation deserves all the scorn of the fucking witch trials, bro. I mean, it really does. Well, I was thinking about we maybe we need to put a wall around the United States, okay? I know it's in other countries too, but we can't do the whole world at once. So we'll put a big concrete wall around the United States, and we're going to change the name of the United States to Insane Asylum. Yeah, you know. Well, there is that theory, too, that they might actually build that wall to keep people in. But I don't know if I buy it. I don't think they're going to really put that much money into building that wall, though, honestly, man. Because no, well, you know, here to hang signs and say that the ground was contaminated with radiation. Because if you yeah. hang signs, you make up a lie and say that this ground was contaminated with uh, radiation and do it around all the borders, right? People yeah. are more allowed to see that because fear. It's cheaper to promote fear than it is to actually build that wall. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't you want know. to go near the woods and get radiation poisoning. You see what I'm saying? Then again, yeah. maybe we could sell uh, the flat earth idea, Warren. We tell them if you cross <laughs> that line, it's going to fall off the edge. Yeah, you know. I mean, you know, I mean, we know we got military all the way around, you know, all the way around the world, kids, right? Well, that, there's something that a lot of people don't think about, man. Back when I started calling into the radio show about, like, what, seven or eight years ago, was it? Okay. Uh-huh. At that time, there was a lot of these disasters, like the fault line and all that stuff, right, that, that went off and, you know, the, the, the whole oil spill and all that stuff, the people forgotten about this stuff, right? Well, a lot of these issues haven't necessarily gone away. They just haven't been talked about. So what's going to happen if, if these issues keep getting compounded and the fracking and the fault line and everything else? I mean, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen at some point. Well, you know, that's just it. They're not being talked about no more. And one day I see something catastrophic happening that way. And what are you know, and what's going to happen then? You know, people are going to be surprised. Why? You already knew about this stuff. Because they forgot about all these issues, man, because people, because people have, have the attention span of a fruit fly, bro, and, and they, they can't remember what happened two weeks ago or two days ago, much less what happened seven or eight years ago. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. You know. Their memory, their memories, their memory uh, just ain't there no more. They can't remember nothing. Anything more than uh, two days old is the history to them. It's out of their head. Well, you think about fashion trends kind of train people into that, into that mindset, right? Well, they got to keep up with the latest trend, and it changes, what, every two weeks? Yeah. That's one of the ways they train people, you know, to have such a such a shitty ass memory. Other ways are through technologies and stuff they give us, like all this social media and shit like that, to dumb people down. They give you all the social media. They give you all the platforms like Facebook and Twitter. Okay. They keep y'all mindlessly going there every day, every day, every day. Yeah, I have a Facebook account, but I don't live on Facebook. Yeah, I might know. go on I might go on Facebook for two minutes in the morning and two minutes in the afternoon or something. That's about it. I'm there for a very short time and I'm gone and I'm not back. I don't hang out on Facebook. I don't go through everybody's posts. I don't freaking make a whole bunch of posts all over the place. Okay, I just don't really care. 
I'm not getting into your mindless fluffing stuff. I see no point in arguing with people. I used to argue with people when I was younger too, and to a small, to a smaller extent, a little bit. Every now and then, I kind of still do, but I'm getting more to the mindset. Somebody had a meme up one time that's like, and I don't mean this to knock people with disabilities. I'm, I got a disability myself, but like they said, uh, you know, uh, uh, arguing online is like the Special Olympics. See, even if you win, you're still a retard. <laughs> You know, um, you know, uh, it's like, well, what good, what good is that going to accomplish, man? I mean, most people don't want to know shit. They're not, you know, you're not, you're not doing anything but, but beating your head against the wall, arguing, arguing with stupid people all fucking day. So why argue, yeah. bro? I got a guy who's in my contact list. Don't even know him. Some of these people have added because they're familiar with TFL and they know who I am. TFL, right? Yeah. But this guy here, he takes the cake. He wants to sit here and constantly making posts on being pissed off and depressed even. He gets pissed off and all depressed. And you know what he's pissed off and depressed about? What? That they're not that they have not created a way for him to continue to live forever. He don't want to age. There has to be a way or a drug that he can take that'll stop him from aging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I'm like, and this guy's serious. I believe it. There's, there's a big push on for that agenda. And what's going to happen with all these life extension technologies? At first, they're only going to be available for the upper wealthy elite for a long, long time. And eventually, once they get everybody brain chipped and they have total control of, of what information goes into their brain, then they'll eventually allow people to have uh, these life extension technologies and stay forever young, you know, as their slaves, you know. Well, yeah, that's how it's going to go. That'll be only the perfect good slaves. The ones that drops their knees and sucks their, you know what, when they're told to. Yeah, the ones you know. That don't, you can't have any critical feeling, and you got to profit them. you got to profit them. You have to slave your ass off to make them money, to make them, to profit them. It's not about profiting yourself. It's about profiting them. And that's what they mean when they say that we're free, right? It means that we're free. It don't cost them a dime. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Ain't going to cost them a dime because we're free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's fucked up, but that's it, man. I mean, you know, and so many people don't even want to do the homework on this, man. It's like, look, you know, uh, you know, like, I ain't going to name names. Like, somebody seems to think that, you know, that this global agenda just started within the last five years. I mean, you know, uh, it doesn't matter what name you give me. I mean, you're not going to fight this thing through politics, you know. Anymore, I don't know. Huh. Anymore, the drama is so bad that you see people fighting over a lie. You know, and there's no lie. They're actually fighting over a lie. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, and what you got is a situation where everybody's in love with big government, man. They don't realize that big government's not the solution. Big government's the problem. Yeah. You know, and even the so-called third parties, man, you know, these motherfuckers are crooked and bald, too. They, I mean, you know, like, let's say, for example, you're, quote, libertarians on paper, right? They believe in small or limited government, right? Well, here's a problem with that, though. You look at a lot of these libertarian candidates, like Gary Johnson. He was bought off. You look at how he was peddling all this fucking Hillary Clinton propaganda, all this shit during the election. He was bought off. Because they know they're not going to win, bro. So they get bought off by one of the big two parties to try to take candidates away from the other candidate. You know, try to help one of the big two parties get in by taking votes away from the other side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then the votes that count are the electoral votes, which means your own government. Yeah. yeah which means your own government's voting, and your own government's votes are strong, then means more than the people's votes. All the people could vote for one person, and then all the government will vote for the other person, and the other person won, even though there's more people than there is government. Yeah, you know. And then they use their famous bullshit and say the electoral college vote. It ain't no college. It ain't no college. It never has been. They're colleges themselves. Six bucks. <laughs> You know, and, and and furthermore, you know, ain't none of these people that the, the, the people are so-called voting on that are that, that are uh, qualified to be in those positions either. I, I don't think there's any human beings that are qualified to rule over other human beings in such a way. I don't think that you know, especially a bunch of uh, psychopaths who are selectively bred and fucking raised, you know, for 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 a purely satanic fucking uh, agenda like this shit, man. I mean. Ain't no way in hell that they're qualified morally or any other way intellectually to rule over any damn body. You got that right. Well, you know, there's you no know, such thing as uh, nobody belongs ruling over somebody else to begin it's, with. It's like people want to vote on, gee, who, you know, damn, who do I want to kill me? Do I want, do I want uh, Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin? Right? Do I want Charles I'll, Manson or do I want Richard Ramirez to kill me? I'm going to take the third party, Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I mean, at the the end of the day, that's really pretty much what it is, whether they realize that or not. You meet all people say, well, that's not going to happen in my lifetime. Whether it happens in their lifetime or not ain't the question. It's gradually happening, little by little. And just because it doesn't happen in our lifetime doesn't mean that it won't happen in their kid's lifetime or their grandkid's lifetime. And when I'm people sit there and sit with that mindset, oh, it's not going to happen in my lifetime. What they're basically saying is, what they're basically saying is they're selfish and they don't care what you know what kind of world they live to their they leave to their kids or their grandkids. They're pretty much telling That's their grandkids, "Hey, fuck you." It is. You know. You know this, well, it's fakery. All this concern about the children, you hear it all the time out of people's mouths. Concerned about the children. No, they're not. That's just a ploy to make themselves look good. Yeah. They're careless children. Because if they actually really cared about the children, they'd be off their ass trying to do something to stop what's going on. 
Do you want me to drop a black pill on you here, Bill? Because, yeah, you know, people want to say uh, your parents always love their children, they always care about their children. And some of them do, and that's good for the ones that do. But I'm going to be flat out real with you. A lot more than, than, than what people think, if it really comes down to brass tacks and do or die, a lot of them would abandon their kids. And you know how you want know, you, you to tell you a good window into checking that out? Look into uh, Southeast Asia, where you got these uh, uh, poor countries, right? And it's like a mecca for sex tourism and for uh, pedophilia and shit around the world. Like, you know, uh, sex slaves, child sex slaves and shit like that, right? Yep. I mean, what yep. you have is a situation where parents to pay off debts or whatever the case may be or because they're intimidated or whatever because they're desperate, they, they're actually selling off their own ch- their children into sex slavery. They are. They get money to support the family because they're so broke in a third world nation like that and it's so desperate to fucking get money to fucking take care of themselves and their family, they take their children and put them in the sex trade. To save their own asses. They sell their own blood out of their own children to save their own asses. So now they're fucking uh, their nine-year-old or ten-year-old daughter or nine-year-old or ten-year-old boys going over here in some freaking adult paying, okay, going in that room with them and stripping them down butt naked and having their way with them. And... Yeah. A lot of people aren't as it. loyal, even within family. Man. I mean, there are those that are, but there's a lot of people that aren't as loyal as we like to think they are, man. I mean... Hell, even with us living TFL, what happens when we talk about our problem to, you know, to, to, to our family members? You know, even our dads or our fathers, like that, what would happen? They'd shame us. they tell us, you know, they, they blame the victim, right? I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, did you know that of, uh, Hell by the Did you know that Hell by the Dashboard Light, who done all them TFL videos from his vehicle, blah, 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 and shit, with that little bit yeah. of controversy did you know he took the he pulled a Steve Hoka? He took what? He pulled a Steve Hoka. Oh he yeah. Took down all of, he, he took. He didn't all of take all of his videos down. He put them on private. He 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 told me about that in an email. Well, still, they just pulled a Steve Hoka. Yeah, I don't know what the whole situation on that was. And a lot of people that were following him regularly. They said the same thing. Steve Hoka did the same thing. He put all of his videos on private. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. It's the same, same exact thing. I begin to wonder. He, he wrote me an email about it. It had, it had something to do with censorship or something. Something to do with videos being taken down. Or he said if he gets another hit on his account, they're going to suspend his account or something. Or. Well, that ain't going to save him. Because they're on private. He has to delete them. Private don't save you. You can still yeah. get a strike with it on private. So, you yeah. know, if he's got two strikes on his account, he's got two strikes and they're threatening to take it down. Well, but you know the funny thing about that is? Hmm. Pretty much every one of his videos was him behind the steering wheel driving his car talking and giving his opinion, right? Yeah. So he's got strikes of his own opinion. Well, I mean, anybody can flag a video. I mean, you know, I mean, you can give your opinion, and people can get butthurt and flag a video. I mean, because they disagree well, I with it. 
I totally understand what you're saying, and that's correct, Warren. But if YouTube yeah. was actually legit doing their job, they would never take a video down, let alone give them a strike, because it ain't like they could, they could ever say any copyright in there. But then on the same token, my first video ever taken down was a talking head video, me giving my opinion, and I got struck down for copyright. So yeah, I've always yeah. been Oh, wow, I copyrighted myself. Yeah, I can see that. I even had a video taken down for nudity. I've never posted yeah. nudity ever, ever. Okay, so they just pull shit out the raft. So, you know, there's no saving. If they decide they want to go on, it's gone. Yeah, hold on a second. But it's nice that I brought it up. Yeah. Because if you're talking to hell by the dashboard light in an email, and he told you he put him on private because of strikes on his account, that's more than he told anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I talk I mean, him every now and then. I mean, through email a little bit. I mean, I don't... Like I said, I don't agree with him. I mean, I don't agree with any... I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't even really agree with you on everything. I mean, you know... Uh, you know. Don't worry, the feelings are mutual. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree on a lot. I mean, I, I don't agree with, I mean, it's not natural for any two people to agree on any, anything 100%. Because if you, if you just agree with everybody, if you just agree with somebody on 100% of everything, chances are you're not thinking for yourself. Well, that's exactly it. You, you know, know if you're, being an individual means you're not going to, you know, there's no such thing as anybody that agrees with somebody, even a male and female that have been together for years. They didn't sit there and magically agree to agree with everything all them years. Nobody does. Nobody. But I will say this, you know, uh, they did have something in common if they got together. Assuming it's a successful relationship and it's not like what you got today, they had something in common when they got together because when you hear this myth that opposites attract, that's absolute fucking horseshit. Well, of course it is. That's just like saying women hit the wall. Yeah, you know. The women hitting the wall. That's a complete BF. Women do not hit no wall. <laughs> you want me to tell you what happens when people talk about women, quote, hitting the wall? I'm going to explain this to you, okay? Women, especially your upper tier women, uh, uh, what will happen is the, there are certain guys that will be pushing the TFL from their teenage years all up to maybe about the time they hit 30. Now, some of these guys around 30, if they've acquired enough resources, right, if, um, and even if it's not all of them, it's only certain ones, if they've, if they've acquired enough wealth, a lot of these women, when they realize they, they can't get their top-tier guys anymore and they have to settle, they might be willing to temporarily settle for an average guy at their level a lot of the time if he's got money and she could use him for his money. But what's going to happen in a lot of these situations, and this is, might be why you have MGTO again, because I, I made that comment a few weeks ago, is she's only with him because she, she knows he has money, right? She knows that she can take him to, uh, to the court and divorce him and take all of his money, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I mean... You know, and a lot of the times, you know, she's she she might have be sleeping around with some chap thundercock behind his back. 
Well, of course, yeah. because you know that you know you know automatically that'll be his fault, right? Yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, even if he's at work and not doing anything wrong, it'll still be his fault. And she could never be at fault because she has a hole between her legs. Yeah, you know. That's pretty I much know, it. I know. I know that pisses people off when I say it in that text. In reality, when you look around you, that's really what's going on. It really it's is. Like, now, when, we, when we can live in a society where, where people can unapologetically say, you know, women are better than men or women are a superior gender, that's an openly sexist statement, right? What would happen if we lived in a society where we said, oh, men are better than women and men are a superior gender? What, what would be the reaction then? Oh, the world would come to a stop, wouldn't it? Everybody be you know, so angry. But you hear even men parroting in this. You hear, hear, hear other guy talking about women as the superior gender or the, or the better half or the better gender or whatnot. I mean, you know, usually it's because of, because they're pattering the pussy. I mean, but. That's really not a man. That's what I call a pussy. That's a vagina. That's most of the white knights in our society today, though. And most most so-called men in our society today, let's be honest, are white knights. Well, yeah, most of them are vaginas. Most of their names should be David's or girls' names. It doesn't want to be anything, right? I'd yeah. send them all right down to the hospital and have their penis removed. Tell them, no, 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 you're not allowed to carry that around in your body. Well, y'all talking about Sorry. how women are so much superior than men, and how there's a superior gender. So what do you? So what do you have to complain about? You want to be superior, don't you? I'm making you superior. I'm making you a woman. Be happy. Now I'm your <laughs> superior. It's awesome, man. Right? Be happy. Proud of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Oh, they'd be so angry with me. What are you angry about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our world is just very, very, very sick, guys. You know, this, well, this is why the women act the way they act. Because they're pampered and pandered. Pampered and pandered. Yeah. And, and, then, and then they want to be the most victimized, too, don't they? Yeah. Well, that being said, and I've said this before, is with no other group in society, right? Like, you look at the way the division plays out in society, right? Everything else is pretty much laid along the left-right spectrum, right? They put the the, the, the whites on the, on, on, the, on the right. They put the color people on the left. And the, you know, gay LGTB might eventually evolve to being on, on both sides of it. I see potential signs of that. But right now it's pretty primarily a left thing. You know, uh and when I mean, you look at the gender dynamic, what you see amongst men and women is men are the only group that are routinely attacked and hated on all sides of the political spectrum. Women are the only group that are they're routinely protected and, and, and galvanized and, and 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 upheld on all sides of the spe- on all sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, and that includes the center even and left 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 center right. You know. I mean, and what you know, I mean, you know, I mean, in almost every institution in our society today, women are getting carte blanche preferential treatment when it comes to the education system, when it comes to the legal system, the courts, family courts, when it comes to all this shit, man. Um, you know, yeah. even when you look at advertising and propaganda, you know, it's always attacking the man. It's always attacking the man. You look at sitcoms for the past 20 years. 
You know, every time you seen a man, the man was well, well, he he was a dumbass, right? He he was so he was some idiot that couldn't hardly beat his meat without hurting himself. Yep, that's it. Because you know, guys are dumb. And yeah, you know. And women are smart, beautiful, and intelligent. And guys are just dumb, stupid, dumb, and stupid. That's what yeah, they I mean, thought it. That's what you see in all your, like, Family Matters and Step by Step and all these, like, little sitcoms they would feed you throughout the 90s, man. you always seen that, man. All the male characters were fucking dunces. Yeah. You know... Even the and smart ones, like even like Steve Urkel, okay, yeah, he was smart when it came to like science and shit like that, but he was still a dunce, I mean, socially, and, and you know, I mean, he was a dunce, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. That's sad, but that's what it is, man. I mean, that's what we've been raised on, I mean... You know, you get even men, because the situation we got with men in, in the society now is that uh, the majority of men are willing to throw their entire gender under the bus for that vain hope that that, that when uh, that when all this shit goes down, that they might be in the top, what, 10% of men who uh, who are spared by, by the gynocracy and who have access to women at the expense of, like, the rest of all the men. I mean, and I mean... <laughs> You know, it just tells you. I mean, you know, uh, you know, you know. You hear people say uh, "bros before hoes." Well, yeah, you don't hear that anymore. You know. No, what's going to happen in society? Robots and fucking dolls. Because that'll be yeah. the majority Mexican relationship. They'll have to have a dial or you know, or a robot. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the sex bot industry coming in, and you look at, I mean, well, like I said, I mean, you know, all that's going to lead into the whole transhumanist thing and all that shit, too, because also you got to look at automation of the workforce. Automation of the workforce has already begun, man. you got, you got towns, man, where uh, people have their uh, mail delivered to them by drone now. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's already machines that could take over all the jobs and factories and stuff like that. I mean, they already got yourself uh, checkout counters and uh, in most of your supermarkets, you know, which which isn't completely uh, 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 independent of human operation, but it is a big step towards that, you know. Oh, it is. You got one person that's assigned to all these empty checkout lanes, and if they have a problem, that person comes over and helps them other than that. You have, that's becoming more and more. You're seeing that more and more nowadays where you walk up and you just scan your own stuff and pay for it right there and go out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's going to get worse and worse and worse as they take jobs from people. You know, it's funny because Trump was on TV the other day and I didn't watch TV. Though. I was laying here resting at and Heather's watching TV, watching the thing, and it got interrupted by Trump. A special made special bulletin, a special report by Trump and his new budget, okay? 
Mm-hmm. And what I heard was propaganda, 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 propaganda. Oh, as Trump talked about, we're taking the money from overseas and we're bringing that money back home. And we're going to have yeah, more yeah. jobs. Well, let's, let's think about it. There's all this net neutrality shit going on now, man. You think about the fact that, uh, uh, you know, it was a few months ago um, that uh, when 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 when, uh, when Trump just got in office, he said that one of the first things he was going to do was going to start cracking down on the Internet. And now what are we seeing now, right, with all this liberal bullshit going on? That's what I've been saying for all the time. I mean, it's this whole left-right thing is it's a shakedown game, man. I mean, it don't really exist, but there you go. I mean. Well, they're just taking it one more step now. They always do it in baby steps. They'll get total control of the Internet. Pretty soon it'll cost you fucking, you'll have to pay an extra fee every month just for a package of certain websites that you'll be allowed to go to and other websites you won't be allowed to go to. And if you go to that or go over what you're supposed to have, then you get charged more money. It's all about and the websites that will be allowed will be the ones that follow all the PC rhetoric. Yep. You know. And websites are websites that are telling the truth. They won't be in them packages. Yeah. Because you can't have truth. You know? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I had to make the damn kid for a bowl. It kind of sucks. Here we go ahead. I, I don't got a lot more I can add to this show tonight to you. Not a whole lot, man. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I was thinking about going ahead and cutting the show if you'd like. Yeah, we can do well, that. Yeah, I think I'll call it tonight. And, uh, I'll be back here on Sunday night with Jerry unless we change it. And I haven't talked to him yet because Sunday is Christmas. So I'll wait and see. Yeah. And Monday night show will be on Tuesday, okay? Just so uh, people hear that. We'll do Monday night show on Tuesday. And uh, Yeah. Sunday night, I might be here, might not, depends, that's my birthday, but it don't matter, I'll be here if Jerry wants to be here, so, but with that being said, um, and then of course, Warren will be back here Thursday like normal next week, so, and then he'll be here with me on Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but until then, Warren, thank you, and to everybody else, you have a good night. I will, you too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.